Calvary Christian Fellowship is a growing vibrant church located in the New York City borough of the Bronx. CCF is dedicated to presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ through dynamic preaching, well-balanced teaching and discipleship, and vibrant worship and praise. It is our intention to raise up qualified leaders and ministry teams who will effectively impact their generation for Christ. Visit our website at www.calvaryny.org. Now stay tuned for today's message. Good morning, Calvary. Hey, now I'm getting like the sound. Tune that a little more. They, they sound good this time. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, good morning. Blessings and honor to be here with you guys. Uh, Pastor was preaching my message. Why do you always do that? I was asking God a couple of questions. Uh, the pastor asked me to speak. Actually, I volunteered to speak. Uh, and I was asking the Lord, search my heart what I want to speak on. And, and one of the things that, that, that pleases the Father the most is operating in faith. And I know about faith. I'm a faith man. You know, I, I, I learned, I self-taught myself, guidance by the Holy Spirit, how to put together and fix a boiler. And one time I fixed it all up and it wasn't still working. I couldn't figure it out. I did everything by the book, everything that I learned, everything that I understood. So I started, Lord, you know, in the book of... Uh, James says, he who is simple acts, and, and wisdom will be given you. I says, Lord, you're talking about this too? What's wrong, God? Now, this does not happen. Anybody who knows about wiring, when they get put all together, and they get that little colorful caps that holds all the wire together. So I said, Lord, what, why isn't it turning on? Why isn't it working? And the little wire went, beep. And I went, you're kidding, right? I took the cap off. And the moment I took that wire and connected with the rest, woof. see, it was in the cap, but it wasn't making connecting connection. I couldn't see with my eyes, but my father sees all things. He wants to see, are we willing to ask him on the journey that we go? Should we go left or right? Because we don't see everything that's in front of us, but he sees the front behind and before us. Faith is very... Misunderstood. Bible says that have faith as small as a mustard seed, and you can tell this mountain move and be cast out of here. Doesn't say I'm going to pray for the minister. I'm going to get into faith. That's not faith. That's motivating yourself. That's stirring yourself up. Faith is in Jesus' name. Be healed. Because I'm coming to an agreement. You know where the power is? The power is, is in an agreement. What am I coming to agreement with? With the word of God. And what the word of God says, that by thy stripes, she is healed. Hallelujah. See, that's why I don't have to get all loud and, and Father, in Jesus' name, I bind it. No, it's the Father coming in agreement with what your son did 2,000 years ago. She is healed. Amen. That's faith. Ah. Uh, oh, and by the way, that's not what I'm talking about. I just figured just want to catch your attention. <laughs> I always like building a, a foundation before I talk. And, and, and I struggle with this, Pastor, because I want to know, Lord, where are you taking me? Uh, how do I put the things you threw at me together for that you understand? 
Because when you're putting it together and you don't understand, you're having a problem, right? So I'm going, okay, what do I do with this, Lord? <laughs> so in the beginning, first place, we were created for signs and wonders. And you know what a sign does? Gives directions. Directions to the wonders. What sign are you saying? What directions are you giving people around you? Signs and wonders. It's not this supernatural thing. No. Well, you know what the supernatural is? Is is God taking your natural and adding His super to it? But it's still natural to Him. For us, wow! Look what the Lord did. He says, "Son, you're getting excited about nothing because what I really want to do through you, you can't even imagine." In Genesis, one of the things, one of the things that's wrong, not with society, with the body of Christ, is we're not sure who we are in Christ. There's a lot of misinformation. Tony, I, I was watching a program the other day about this gentleman. He was discussing about the Bible, and 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 the debaters was not the world was not non-believers. The debaters were believers. And I said, oh my God, we're wasting so much time on was the world 6,000 years old or 100,000 years old? <laughs> did he raise in the south or did he raise in the north? Who cares? The most important thing is that he is Lord. He paid the price and set me free. Let's get together and celebrate. Not waste time. See, you know what's happening? You know, I don't boast on my enemy, but he's a shrewd individual. What he's doing is taking you out of the focus of praising God and doing what he called you and created you to do and getting in debates on nonsense. And we're getting, like, emotional about this. You know, we're getting this person of... And he calls himself a pastor. He doesn't even know that it's the Son, the Father, the Holy Ghost. Not the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Who cares? So we're wasting too much time on nonsense. Let's get back in focus on who, and who we are in Christ. When he created man, he created an awesome thing. Ladies, don't get offended because I say man. Because the spirit being is man. And then out of that spirit, being man, he created the male and female. So when I say man, it's mankind. Okay? So you can smile again when I, because I am talking about you too. So when he created man, he created an awesome thing. The Bible says that when he created him, first thing he did, he says, let us, who's us? Son, Father, and Holy Spirit. He called upon us of the three who are one together to come in an agreement to create man. And when he created man, he gave him domain. You know what domain is? Authority. And then in in verse 28 in Genesis 1, he says, he blessed them. You know what he did when he blessed them? He gave him power. Domain, authority, and power. Because there's a lot of people here walking with authority with no power. So we have been blessed, made in his image. Gave us authority. Nobody passed that authority too quickly. Authority to command every living creature on this earth. Everything that grows, uh, crawls, crawls upon the top of the earth and beneath. Even the atmosphere. Authority. 
and power to back it up. When he created you, he created an awesome thing. But we've been listening to too many lies. I'm talking about believers. Forget about the world. They haven't accepted Jesus as their savior. Their spirit man is still asleep. You're still, you're awakened. So, authority and power. And of course, we all know the story, the fall of man. Sin entered. And what he did by sinning, he separated himself from his creator, from his master, from his God. But one other thing was broken there. Something called unity. Jesus Christ said, Father, I pray that they may be one as we are one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three individuals, but one. Three uh, separate uh, responsibilities, but one. The three submit to, all, to each other. Respect each other's responsibilities, but they won. When sin entered and man fell, unity was broken. Spirit, flesh, and soul was no longer united. Now there's a war. The apostle Paul says, there's a war from within. That what I want to do, I don't do. And that what I don't want to do, I find myself doing because there's a war within this, this vessel that it, because it was broken several years back, that unity. Now, again, I'm talking to believers. So their spirit man has been reconnected or awakening at this time. But still there's a war. There's the flesh and the soul that still has not submitted. I say some of you are dealing with your emotion, your soul, and your soul is composed of your, your intellect, your understanding, your learning, who you are, the making of you. That's why one day you're praising God, and the next day you can't be found. Because your emotion is everywhere. You ever heard that phrase, you wear your emotion on your sleeves? Yo, what happened to John? I don't know, he's going to one of his things. You know, <laughs> praising God today and in the bar tomorrow. That's your emotions taking you everywhere because there's no unity. It does not want to submit to the, the man of God, the true you. But some of you have those two connected, but you still don't have your flesh submitted. So that's why you're still doing things you shouldn't be doing. Going out drinking, smoking, fornicating, having sex before getting married, speak, lying, overeating. Because your flesh says, I want now and now it's now, now, not later, now. Fast, you try to fast. You fast, I won't, I won't go to church tomorrow. The flesh makes demands. Though the spirit man and the soul man are connected, <laughs> but the, the flesh is saying, I ain't rational today. But once we're united, it's going to be a short message because I want, I want you guys to get excited. See, see, united is bigger than what we do. I'm going to give you two examples of united. One was the people gathered and said, let us make a tower. We're going to make a tower reach to the heavens. And they're going to get in God's face. Give you my interpretation. Thank you. And something about unity. Unity releases an anointing. Unity releases power. There is no lack in unity. Unity releases an aroma that catches the attention of the almighty king. Because the Bible says, 
The Bible says that he caught the intention of what his people was doing and came down to see. And he said, look what my people are doing. They're in one language in one accord. He says, I must confuse them by changing their language because whatever they put their mind to, they'll accomplish. See, there's two forms of unity. One will bless the Lord and one and one. B, the other unity. Something called the upper room. Where his disciples waited upon the promise of God. And the Bible says that they were in one mind and one accord. What was that word? Suddenly, there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind. The Holy Spirit came and the church was birthed. And the first sermon was given. And 3,000 souls was won that day. Hey, hi there. 3,000 souls. Unity. See, that's one of the things that the enemy stole from us. That's why we're trying to work together in unity, but we can't. Because we're not united ourselves. See, if I can't be united with myself, that means I'm comfortable in my skin. That means when I try to fast, 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 when I want to fast, my body doesn't fight me because I'm in control. And when someone does something wrong to me and my emotions being issued, I, I can put it in check because I'm in control. That's when I can submit to the man who tells me we need to do something. Well, I don't understand. But you know what? Since I know who you are, I believe in you, let's go for it. Why? Because I believe on the cause that's being, that, that is needed. Many Jews believe the cause, just don't believe the brother next to you. So unity, when it was broken, it brought into disunity. Is that such a word? Disconnect. Disconnect. Hey, it is a word. So we're saved, sound, sealed, delivered, but still not united. Then the Bible goes, says, as we know the story, Jesus Christ came down. And did what the first Adam couldn't do. He sacrificed himself for us. He paid a price that we could have never ever paid. So now I'm free again. Those who accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Check this out. Remember Unity B. The upper room. In the book of Acts it says. Wait. Wait for the promise of the Father. That when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall receive Power. What just happened there? See, in the beginning, he created you and gave you domain. When sin came in and we fell, the domain was no longer ours. The enemy took it. So Christ came down and paid the price and took the domain back from him, the authority, and gave it back to us. Now we needed the power. So he gave us the Holy Spirit to give us the power again. Now we're back. Because the Bible says, when he who accepts the Lord is clean, it's a new creature in Christ. It's like we never sinned. It's like the first portion of the Bible never happened. It was swiped out and was stopped. He did a totally 90 degrees and brought us back into the beginning. Creation, man, of domain, and power all over again. 
So when you're waking up to this morning, and you call yourself a child of God, forget about the yesterdays or what the enemy is lying to you about, or how your boss or your spouse or anybody is treating you. Don't think of that. Remember who you are in Christ. A new creature in him. A new creature, that means I'm again all over, starting from beginning, awesome, fearfully made in the image of the I am. I got a blank sheet, and in the, in the top of, it, of that blank sheet, it says domain, authority, and power. My spirit dwells within you. Now I got the ability again, what I gave up without understanding, but I got it back again. The ability to walk in and say, be right, be healed in Jesus' name. Information is very cute, very important. If you have the wrong information, you operate on that. What's faith? Faith is, is, is the belief of the information you're standing on. I have faith that I have the passion and desire to learn, but God failed to give me the ability to learn. What a lie. But it's information that I believe and stood upon, so my faith believed on that. I didn't lose anybody, did I? You're still here, right? Because I still feel the string. I'm fishing. You know, it's fighting me, but you're still hooked there, right? Cool. It wasn't until I started applying myself and taking steps of challenge of faith because I couldn't believe that I could achieve, but when I began to do things and find myself in positions that I was like, whoa, I did that. I need to rethink who I am. I need to reprogram how my mind thinks of me. See, it's no longer of the enemy. Because the battle's in your mind. See, confidence is very powerful. In, 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 uh, in Hebrews 35, yeah, I wrote it down. Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not, therefore, Flink away your fearless confidence, for it carries great and glorious compensation towards salvation. You know what confidence releases peace. Pastor was talking last week about peace. See, you, if you don't have peace and you, and you think you understand what God is telling you, you still cannot achieve what he's calling you to do because you don't have no peace. And since you don't have no peace, you have no confidence. Though I can stand before you and quote you the word of God, when I walk away from you, I go back to my mystery because I don't have peace or believe what I'm saying. So I go to a cycle of praising God, but never being effective for my king. You know, you say, wow, you know, people go for years like that. They're sound, they're, 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 they're saved, they're going to heaven, but they'll never be effective for God. I don't know about you, but I want to be powerful, God. I want to be dangerous for God. I want to I be contagious. <laughs> you know, you know I, in the medical field, I want to be, be an affection. I want to affect people with Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's no cure for this affection. <laughs> They're just delivering and going home. <laughs> it's a one-way ticket to heaven. Bang. <laughs> oh, sorry, Victor. After doing all the assignments, you're infected. You got Jesus all over you. You're homebound. Sorry. <laughs> so faith. The Bible says that it is impossible, even though we have the information, it is impossible to be pleasing unto God without faith. For we must know that he is. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So in other words, I can't take the word of God and use it like hocus pocus. I know we don't have a relationship. I know I really don't come down to that. You know, I'll see you next Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I, you know, I really don't read. I really don't believe in all your word. But, you know, but my grandmother said that by your stripes heal <laughs> See, I always knew you weren't real because it, see, it's not working. You try praying. I did that. It don't work. Yeah, that was 2,000 years ago. Did you start praying lately? Have you prayed last night? Were you here in the last prayer meeting? How is your own personal prayer classic? See, how is your personal relationship with your master? When me and the pastor always use the example of our wives. You know, marriage, relationship, commitment. Look at my wife and ask her if I don't go home for the next couple of days, if I'm going to be home. <laughs> We're going to have a fight. I'm going to lose. <laughs> I'm going to lose. That's, <laughs> that's a... <laughs> I'm going to lose. I'm going to get beat up. Pastor, I got a short message, man. You know, but... The Bible says in, 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 uh, in Hebrew 11.1, 1, you all know this, right? Now, faith is, right? What? Who said it? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where's that bonus you were talking about? What happened to that bonus? <laughs> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Substance. And I started looking, I, said, I looked up the word substance. I started playing with things, you know, I said, you know, substance. Physical matter, which is physical matter. But substance is, can't be seen, but it's physical. God is awesome. Because, see, if you believe and see in within your spirit, man, then it's there. It is our responsibility to manifest that. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to jump all over my notes here. Evidence. The availability body of facts. So I said, let me look at what facts means. A, play, a piece of information used as evidence. Man, the English language plays, don't it? Faith. Complete trust, here goes that word again, and confidence in someone. The Bible says that I cannot please God unless I do it with faith. Imagine across this room right now an invisible line, right? 
And in this line, down, down here is time, physical, material, we are. Above this line is eternity. Eternity. Everything that we ever needed, it's there. Your blessing is there. Those who are looking for husbands, your husband is there. Those who are looking for wives, your wives is there. Those who are looking for better education is there. Those who are looking for signs and ones and healing for loved ones or lost ones is there. Faith taps into there and brings it down here. Faith causes to manifest that was always been. If it's there, that means it's always been. Whatever I lacked has been there before the foundation of God. Right? All I have to do is bring it in. How do I bring it in? It must be me. It's, it's got to be me. Forgive me. I'm, I, I, I must have messed up somewhere. So if everything that you need is up here, and we're down here, and the only way we can tap up here is being pleasing unto God. And if we get the understanding of that, here's a question. Then why we ain't operating in there? Back to confidence. Confidence of what? So who said that? Confidence of what? So we're not operating in faith because we have no confidence in confidence of who we are. But we just finished praising him and thanking him for who we are. Didn't we just sing that song? So is it just a song or is it a reality to you? Is it still a myth of a story or do you truly believe who God is? Because the Bible says he who believes in God um, must believe that he is he is what? A God, and that he is a rewarder for those who diligently seek him. So if faith builds my confidence, because the Bible's told me just finished me, do not cast away my fearless confidence. So that means the word is good, God is good, the confidence is good, faith is good. Maybe I'm lacking something. Something called a strategy, a plan. Jesus Christ came down to do several things. One, in John 10, 10, he says, I came to give you life and life in abundance. Right? He did his portion. He gave us life and he gave us an abundance. So there's something that I need to do to get that life in abundance. We did part one. Accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We have life in Christ. Where is our abundance? Our abundance is in our relationship with our king. There's so much love with the person that sleeps with me, tell me I can't mention her, that we produce offsprings. Your relationship with God, there's so much love that you begin to produce your blessings. The Bible says that as a man thinks, he is. What's one of the names of God also? The lion or Judah? Did I put out the answer? The lions are tribe of Judah. You know something about a lion? A lion thinks he's the fastest. But I believe cheetah? Cheetah's faster? A lion thinks 
He's the strongest. But, but by the surface of the skin, I believe that the hippo has a stronger skin than the lion. The lion also thinks he's the biggest. But I believe uh, the elephant might be bigger. Right? Okay? But the lion thinks he is. See, the lion thinks he's faster. The lion thinks he's stronger. The lion thinks he's bigger. That's why the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so he is. So, so are you thinking yourself as a lion or are you thinking yourself as a mouse? You know, who are you in Christ? You want to build your confidence? Go back to the word of God. Seek his face and watch the confidence come forth. The Bible says, seek the kingdom first and everything else will be added. Your confidence will be added. Your insurance and your peace. Forget about the money. He even says, seek me first. The rest of the finance will come later. See, because if you seek him first, then he, he understands the money don't mean nothing to you so I can trust you with greater. Faith. Small word does big things. Small word. Because you think of yourself as small, but in God's eyes, you're big. You think yourself unable, but in God's eyes, you're more than a conqueror. See, so what we need to do, and I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. What I needed to do is to rethink of the way I think of myself. I had to see myself to the image of God and not to the image of what I see in the mirror, lack, unable. See, because I believe the lies or the cruelness of people report upon me. So after a while, you know what faith is? Faith is hearing and hearing and hearing. But the Bible says the word of God. But if you take the word of God out and you continue hearing and hearing and hearing that you're no good, then you're going to believe you're no good. Because it's being implanted into your soul, man. I'm not preaching nothing to you guys that you don't know. I ain't telling you nothing that you haven't learned how many years you've been here now. But I'm telling you that even a seed that gets planted in the soil, if it does not produce, it rots. So are you a rotten seed? Or you're producing what God called you to produce. What are you supposed to be producing? Peace, joy, long-suffering, kindness, meekness. Such things there is no law against. You're supposed to be contagious, powerful, dangerous. People are supposed to be, once you leave here, the enemy is supposed to say, no, keep them in church. Because once they go out there, they're going to be effective. They're going to cause the avenue, the avenues to change. We must keep them contained. Let's come out with something. Let's get them arguing with each other. I heard, I heard a story once, uh, and I believe that same story could be used even in the contents with the body of Christ. It was this preacher, and he wanted to give the definition why black people are doing what they're doing. Colored people, African people, bear with me. And he says that they have done that the enemy has done everything to them to destroy them. Everything. And they always fell back to amazing grace, calling upon God. 
the older generation. The newer generation had too much hateness. Couldn't believe that God allowed what to happen to them to happen to them. They've been raped. They've been shot. They've been burned. They've been hanged. They've been killed. They've been, uh, been giving, uh, the, uh, not allowed the, the privilege of education. But they continue praising God. The enemy was totally confused that why couldn't he snuff them once and for all? Why couldn't I stop them? So he came out with one more plan. He says, I'll have them kill each other. I'll have the blacks against the blacks, hating each other. But I'm telling you, just like that pastor said, if they go back to amazing grace, they will tell that devil where to go. Okay, 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 okay. But now I'm telling you. Now I'm telling you. Blacks, whites, Hispanics, every nation here, God is telling you the same thing. The enemy has been trying and trying and trying to snuff you out. Keeping you from your, from your glory unto God. Keeping you from what God has promised you. So why, he, he figured the next thing is, even within the body of Christ, locked up in a room, praising God. Let me, let, let, me, let me turn them against each other. She don't like him. He don't like her. I don't like the way she stood. I didn't like the way he preached. I didn't like the way he sang. How dare he think he's more holier than I. So I got them destroying each other, focusing on each other. They don't have time to be effective. Then the pastor will bring a message about peace and unity. And we, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the devil is a liar, and he has no power, no authority over you. Because when my older brother Jesus died on the cross two thousand years ago, he went down to heaven, ripped the authority of the lying devil, and gave it back to us. So you have the authority to tell him where to go. So the brother sitting beside you, and either side, behind you, and in front of you, is no better than you, and no lesser than you. For we are here for the same reason, for the awesome grace of our King and Savior. Let's get back focused. Let's go back to business. Let's, 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 let's get back to God's business. And let's start focusing on who's doing wrong, who's doing right. Because you know what? If we're going to start pointing, I've got to start pointing on myself first. <laughs> if God would just flash in that screen right now, how many times I failed him, you wouldn't call me elder. If he would put up the, the, the things I even conceive of trying to do, you won't look at me the way you do. So I am here simply because of grace, my grace, the grace, my grace of my heavenly father, I am here. The Bible says that he takes the foolish things of this world to confine the wise. You know, it wasn't too long ago that I used to call myself the foolishness. You know, uh, I would praise you guys. I said, man, you know, you guys are better than me. You're more equipped than me. You can read and write. And you don't know how I struggle with that in my life. You, 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 you're able to do this. See, I put myself down because I didn't understand who was here. I did not understand that greater this heat is in me than it's in this world. So I, I literally had to change the station of what I was meditating on. Even though I'm, I, I'm not, I might not be speaking it verbally with my mouth, 
but within my subconscious, every time I try to achieve something, my subconscious says, hey, what are you doing? Did you forget your failure? You're not supposed to be doing this. I literally had to be like the Apostle Paul, tell my subconscious, shut up. I'm going to reprogram you. How many of you are still stuck on the lies of last year? How many of you are still stuck on the pains that lasted 10 years, that happened 10 years ago? And for you, it's like happening yesterday. Because you don't realize how much time has passed because you, you're in a bubble in your emotions. And the enemy is saying, let her praise. She's not going to be affected. Let him worship. He's not going to be affected. I got to watch that one. That one I got to watch. I got to f- come up with another strategy. Get somebody to say something about her. And as long as we're focusing on in, we'll never be affected for him. Remember, that what the source comes from has the same potential of that source. What source did you come from? Because the Bible says when he created you, he went into himself and pulled you out. So that means you have the same DNA as the awesome I am. So he called things that were not as they were. Why ain't you? He called in his blessings. Why ain't you? He called in his healing. Why ain't you? Why are we are not being so infected that some of you will be transformed? It doesn't need 10 years. It just need believers to come in agreement. It can happen in two days. It can happen in two minutes. See, <laughs> there is no time frame for God. He's just waiting for the, his children to rise up. <laughs> his chosen one. You know, the one he calls son, father, and Holy Ghost and says, make them in our image and our likeness. He's waiting for that one to rise up. Because when that one rise in unity and in understanding who he is in Christ, <sighs> you know what happens? Deuteronomy. The enemy attacks in one direction and flees in several. The Bible says he flees from you. Not because now he knows who you are. He flees from you because now you know who you are. So as long as he keeps you unfocused on who you are and focuses on your problems, you'll never be affected for Christ. You'll be saved, but you'll be bound. And he says, I came to give you life and life in abundance. So if I have life in abundance, then there is, I shouldn't be bound. I should not lack anything. I should not need anything. For he is my provider. What was the songs we were singing? Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He is my banner, my king, my lord, my savior, my stronghold, my sh- tower. Good songs, ain't he? Now it's time to stop making them songs and begin manifestation on those songs. Think of the songs that you like and bring them into manifestation. He is my healer. That means you're not sick. You shouldn't be sick. That means those around you shouldn't be sick because you carry the DNA of healing. All I'm trying to do is to stir you up. Sometimes we need to go back to hear the old messages so we can get stirred up. Not try to outpeach the other or come with some more greater philosophy of words. Just read the word. Just preach the word. Don't add to it. Don't take away. The pure, 
perverted, uncorrupted word of Jesus Christ. And watch transformation come. Watch signs and wonders come. You don't, I don't, you, don't need, brother, you don't need the elder to come to you and lay hands to you and cast out demons. You got the authority yourself. How can you say that? In the beginning when he made us, he says, give them domain, authority. See, I'm not speaking what I want you to hear. I'm telling you what the word of God says you are and what you have. Then he gave you power. You have the power to command. That's why Deuteronomy will not be affected in your life till you make a final decision, I will run no more. Hollywood, Rocky, when he went down, I'm not going down no more. He made a conscious decision, this is it. And he won. We're going into a fixed fight. <laughs> a fi- I mean, I, I could climb into, listen, you're going to give me several million dollars to climb in the ring with Tyson. And I say, I'm going to win. No, even if I lose, I'm going to get a million dollars. I'll go. I'll probably throw myself on the floor before he hits me. Because <laughs> I'm getting that million. I saw the coming. <laughs> you, know? And, and, you know, it's funny, right? That's what you guys do when the enemy comes. You run, you throw yourself down, you give up. Before he even gets, becomes affected before you, you throw the towel in. Because the Bible says, no new weapons will form against us and be prosperous. So because he confronts you, you're running. Oh, I can't compete against Tyson's. I'm going to throw myself on the floor before he hits me because my goal is a thousand. God said, thousand. Jesus went for the, for the slice of bread when he wanted to give you the, the bakery. We're selling our soul short for, to be accepted by each other because I speak in tongues. I know the Bible says that one of the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues don't impress me. Because there's a lot of actors in the body of Christ. So if you're speaking in tongue, trying to tell me you're filled with the Holy Ghost, give me a sign. Give me a wonder. And a sign of wonder is not rise, be healed. Signs of wonder is I should be able to look at you and say, that's a powerful woman of God. Why? She's successful. Not in money. She's successful. She has her health. She's in unity. She's in peace with herself and her creator. See, we look at success with finances, material. Look at what I'm wearing. Look at what I'm driving. Look at the car I have. Look at the house I have. Look, look at the girl I have beside me. For the ladies, look at the man. I have. That's not success. Success is being united with your soul, being at peace with your soul and your creator. Because he says, seek me first and everything else will be added to you. Going back to the word of God. So if you want to be who God called you to be, begin to praise who you are in him. I said it was going to be a soul measure, right? Uh, I'll repent later. <laughs> you guys getting anything? Are you guys excited? How many of you, don't raise your hand, are starting to say, I need to rethink the way I've been thinking? You need to rethink what you've been thinking. You need to rethink what you've been focusing on. You need to be uh, 
What's that word when you put things more important than the others? Reprioritize. Prioritize. What he said. You need to do that. <laughs> Go back to your and see what's more important. Let's put things back in order. God. Listen, everybody knows that I am head over heel, passionate in love with my wife. 29 years together, and I still love the woman. I wake up every morning, and she's still there. Yeah. And I ain't perfect. She could tell you. I ain't perfect. Yeah. But she still loves me with all my imperfection. How much more does our heavenly father loves us who created us? Because even though I look at myself with imperfection, he looks at you and says, perfect, my image. Perfect, my overcomer. Perfect, my messenger, preacher, teacher, evangelist, miracle person. Let me say one more thing about titles, preacher, teacher. Oh, that's great. All that means is more responsibility. We strive to be recognized to be called minister, pastor, evangelism. No, I'm, I'm a miracle man, this and that. Great. You impressed me. Awesome. Praise God. You're not impressing God. Not impressing God. He did not save you to make you a pastor. He saved you to awaken you, to call you back to what he originally called you. What's that? A child of the almighty king. Pastor isn't the goal. Child is. Servant. No longer servant, but I call you now my friend. So let's refocus ourselves in what we're doing. for listening. We pray that this message fueled your faith. For more resources visit www.calvaryny.org. You are blessed and highly favored.